started today. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Station 106.3 KXNO, hour number two, Mitch Holtis uh, will join us here at the bottom of the hour. Right now, it's time to head to Chicago. He's here. Our guy, David Kaplan, joins us every Wednesday, ESPN 1000, and of course, NBC Sports Chicago. Hello, Cap Trenton Ken. How are you? What's up, boys? Just had a fun radio show, of course, culminating with this insane Aaron Rodgers. It really story, is. So. Unbelievable. Yeah, and you know what, Cap? I think there's more layers to this thing because if he's been, um, you know, going through the season like uh, when and not paying attention to the uh, to, to the COVID protocol for unvaccinated players, which apparently he is, he's in big trouble from the league. Um, and they, even though he is a one of the faces of the league, a superstar of the league, if they somehow try to circumvent uh, what punishment would come from, a, you know, a backup player. Um, not right. It's going to be interesting to see how the league plays this because he's We're in trouble. We're going to find out because as John Yurkovich, who played 10 years in the league, just said to us on the air, he played for the Packers. He said, we're going to find out, are you treating him like he's a fifth-string practice squad player who you're going to throw the book at? Or are you going to go, well, it's Aaron. We really shouldn't penalize him. He should be made an example yep. of. When he stands up there, are you vaccinated, Aaron? I am immunized. That was his response. Okay. Yep. That was his response. And we had a doctor text in and say, that is basically saying I'm vaccinated. He goes, you can't use semantics because immunized is code for vaccinated. He goes, if he feels like he was immunized because he had antibodies, because he may have had a previous COVID battle that we none of us knew about because he was, you know, he'd gone dark for six months. He didn't speak. He was on vacation with his fiance. Uh, he said, if you're going to treat this the right way, he gets a big punishment. Well, look at the arrows that were pointed at Kirk Cousins this offseason, right? At least he was public and honest about it. I mean, make your choice. Make or your Cole choice. Beasley. Another Cole one, right. Beasley. Cam Newton. Cam, now he's vaccinated. And now, he's yeah, out. Right. Hey, fully vaccinated. But, look, I don't like Cole Beasley's stance because I think no man lives on an island and you have a responsibility to those you come in contact with some of whom could be immunocompromised or, for medical reasons, can't take a vaccine into their body. You have that responsibility. And that's a different argument. And some people are listening going, you're an idiot. And that's, I'm okay with that. That's fine. But at least Cole Beasley comes out and says, I'm not getting it. Right. Don't lie. Yeah, and that's where we could have a case here. Well, let let's move on. It's going to play out, and I I'm with them. If they if they uh, if there's two different sets of punishment, one for the you know the practice squad player as opposed to the star quarterback in the league, uh, not a good look. All right, Cap, let's uh, a lot of ground to cover with you. Uh, let's get your take on the World Series first of all. Um, Look, I don't know how you can root against Brian Snitker. He seems like a good guy. I think the right team won uh, based on how they who they had to get through to get there and then taking care of the Astros in six. Did you enjoy the World Series? I did, but I'm a baseball guy. It's my favorite sport. It courses through my veins. Uh, full disclosure, I have a friendship with Dusty Baker. I really love Dusty, and I wanted him to win, not because I'm an Astro fan, because I'm not. 
but I wanted Dusty to quiet all the noise and the critics. He's taken five teams to the playoffs. He's the only manager in the history of the sport to have five different organizations go to the playoffs under his watch. But you know what? The better team won, man. The no. Braves played really, really well. And how about this? We do our Cubs Talk podcast at NBC Sports Chicago. Every Tuesday, Thursday, we record at any time there's breaking news. We record the day of game one of the World Series. Gordon Wittenmeyer, Tim Stebbins, me. We each make our picks. I think I had the Astros in five, so I was way off base. Tim had the Braves in, I think, six, so he was right on the money. And Gordon went with me and the Astros in five. And we picked our MVPs. And I picked, I think, Carlos Correa. Gordon picked somebody on the Astros. And Tim picked somebody on the Braves, maybe Adam Duvall. And then I said, here, you want an off-the-radar pick? 25-1. to 1. Put some money on Jorge wow, Soler. Nice. Of course, I didn't, and he hit. Yeah. <laughs> boy, he crushed that. The he bets that, that you ball. didn't make, oh, boy, those, those always ring true. Yeah. So, Cap, we know the offseason is going to be different. Uh, a lot of people say we're not going to see any movement until a deal is in place here. As you look towards the hot stove, what are you hearing as it pertains to the possibility of a labor stoppage, that we're not going to have a full baseball season coming up? I know you know so many people inside the game. What are you hearing right now? So I te- we were, They wanted me to do my radio show again from the winter meetings in San Diego. We did that December 2019. Of course, there were no meetings in terms of being there, everything was virtual last year because of the pandemic. Well, they're bringing the meetings back. And they, my station said, hey, we're going to send you and Jonathan Hood and Danny Zetterman to San Diego for three days to nice. do the radio show. And then TV would have me do something from there as well. And I said, hang on a second. I texted somebody in the MLB office way high up, way up there. Hey, do you think anything's going to happen at the baseball winter meetings or am I wasting my time and resources to go there? And the text came back in eight tenths of a second, probably not going to have them. Hmm. So really? that's what they're hunkering down for to not have the winter meeting. That's a huge step. Yeah, that, that says that speaks volumes right there. David Kaplan is our guest in Cherry and Stone of Iowa sponsors. Well, Kaplan, when we do get to that point, assuming, you know, we get labor peace and, uh, and these teams have to, you know, restock the roster, who makes the biggest splash in Chicago? Will it be the Cubs? Will it be the White Sox in the offseason? Sure. Well, that's a great question, but two different ways I can answer that. Sheer volume, the Cubs. They've only got $40 million in committed payroll, A. B, they got to rebuild their rotation. They got to rebuild their bullpen. And you're not winning the World Series, much as I love them, with Schwindel, Ortega, <laughs> Alcantara, Wisdom, on and on. So they're going to have to, by sheer numbers, rebuild their roster because they're hoping to be reasonably competitive in 22 and even more competitive in 23. Now, I do know for a fact that the White Sox have had their organizational meetings, and they have said to Jose Abreu, you're our guy, you're legendary, we'll do whatever it takes to get you to the World Series next year. Now, does that anything it takes mean Kyle Schwarber's playing right field, Jorge Soler's the DH, or are they thinking bigger? Like, what if you went and signed Carlos Correa to play short, you moved Tim Anderson to second? Mm. Well, that's like adding a massive bat. Or what if Oh, I don't know, Max Scherzer or Robbie Ray or Marcus Stroman are lining up in their rotation. All of a sudden, a really good rotation becomes an 
crazy good rotation. Cappy, I'm broken. As a Bears fan, they lose by 11. They give up 18 fourth quarter points, and I walked away kind of excited, kind of happy. <laughs> I, it, it probably shouldn't be this way, but it's this way. That's what this organization has done to me. An 11-point loss, and I said, hey, at least we got the future in Justin Fields. That's where I am, where you are after another loss. Um, look, it is what it is. I love Justin. Nothing he has done this year has dissuaded me from believing they finally found their franchise quarterback. It's just a bad franchise. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just an awfully run franchise. From Ted Phillips, the president, who's had two decades of incompetence on the football side, it had nothing to do with their business acumen to have, make a lot of money. But just look at the track record of George McCaskey's decade as president, CEO, and look at Ted's resume over 24 or 5 years in charge of the franchise underneath the McCaskey family. Incompetence. I told this story on the air, and I may have told you guys, so stop me if I did. 2013, they literally narrow the choices down for head coach to two dudes. They have one of them sitting in the conference room on a Tuesday night. It's like 8 o'clock. They said, okay, who are you going to bring as your offensive coordinator? I'm bringing Ken Wisenhunt with me. He's been a head coach, I think, at San Diego and Tennessee. We're... Ken is committed. He's an offensive guru. I'm obviously an offensive coach. They said, well, we need you to do a mock press conference with some Chicago media members. For what? We want to see how you deal with the media. I'm the reigning NFL coach of the year. I'm not doing that. Hmm. I'm not. That's a dog and pony show we don't need. I just won NFL coach of the year. My name's Bruce Arian. <laughs> My record speaks for itself. Okay, thanks, Bruce. We're going to hire Mark Tressman. Oh that's how incompetent this organization is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Cap, um, do you think that they were close to moving on? I mean, I don't know who's on the roster other than, uh, I mean, Robinson would have brought something. Look, as a Bronco fan, I hated to see Von Miller leave. As a Bronco fan, I'm really glad Von Miller left because it got two really good draft picks uh, as they rebuild. And that's what the Bears need to do. And, and draft picks are capital in this league. Do you think they were close to moving on, Cap? To, to, to do not. You don't, huh? Wow. No, because who are you trading which pieces are you willing to move? And then what is the cap hit? Because in the NFL, it's just different than baseball. Mm-hmm. It's just not like a baseball trade deadline or even an NBA trade deadline. Because in the NBA, you just swap salaries within 10%. You're good. Well, in the NFL, okay, let's say you're going to trade Allen Robinson. He's on a franchise tag. So you convert the remaining money into a signing bonus. Well, he makes a million dollars a game, 975000 a game. Well, who has that type of salary cap space left and then is spending it on a wide receiver who's had a really lousy year? For whatever reason, you could say he didn't get targeted enough, he doesn't have chemistry with Justin, whatever. The numbers aren't very good, so you're going to take all your available cap space and use it on him, Khalil Mack? That's a dead cap hit to the Bears of $23 million. Mm. There's zero chance they're doing that. Akeem Hicks? Is he healthy? He's had a groin issue he's been dealing with. So are you truly taking Akeem Hicks, who can walk at the end of the year, and giving up what? What do you think you're going to get for him? A fifth-round pick? He's more valuable to your team then because maybe you want to bring him back. So there really wasn't a lot to trade. So here's one thing. As the Bears were leading on Sunday, I was looking at the standings, looking at the other scores, and getting excited because the number 7 team right now in the NFC, the last team in, 
is the Carolina Panthers. They stink. The Bears stink too, but there's still a path here. If Justin Fields continues the progression we've seen the last few weeks, then maybe, just maybe, ultimately though, is that a good thing for this team to sneak in the back door of the playoffs and then get clubbed in the first round? Or is it better for them to have a draft pick in the top ten? They don't own their draft pick, so what does it matter? Yeah. Just try to win, keep winning. Pick yeah. up to get Justin Fields. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess either way, I don't think it really matters because you can't tell me. If I told you Justin Fields, the next, what are they, Bears are three and five. So they got nine games up. The next nine games, he's the highest rated quarterback in the NFL every single week. Do you still think that team's winning the Super Bowl? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so what are we doing here? Yeah. They're not built to win. They're not built for, like, at least you looked at the 2014 Chicago Cubs. They finished 73-89, and 89, but you went, oh, boy, Chris Bryant's going to be there next year. Rizzo's starting to turn <laughs> things around. Uh, Starlin Castro was still there. He's playing really well. It's an all-star game. Addison Russell's coming. Schwarber's coming. Like, Solaire's there. Like, whoa, they got all this bright future, and we know how that turned out. The White Sox, same deal. Mm-hmm. You're looking at that Bears team with that coaching staff and that offensive line and telling me that team's ready to take the next step? No shot. Mm. Uh, Kappa, a couple more. We'll let you go. The uh, the NHL story wasn't a big story here, but it was in NHL markets, of which Chicago is one, and they are at the uh, uh, at the center of this scandal. How are Blackhawk fans reacting to uh, to their team and the cover up that they perpetuated uh, with, regarding the sexual assault of one of their uh, one of their players, albeit you know Black Ace, a, a taxi squad player, uh, if you will? How are the Blackhawk fans reacting to the news uh, that their team covered it up? Livid. And so you had the sellout streak, which was 10 years in the making or more, 12 years. Uh, that is over. Two nights ago when they played, it was the smallest crowd since 2007. And now they play Carolina here tonight and just thumped them 6 3 in Carolina last Friday. I don't think they can beat the Carolina Hurricanes, but if they did, does it really matter? They just beat Ottawa for their first win of the season. Mm. They're the worst team in hockey, or one of them. And now you get Carolina, and you got to deal with some really tough teams coming up on the schedule. And all that pales in comparison to the worst scandal in Chicago sports in my lifetime. And I'm 60. That's a lot of years. We've had Northwestern with a point shaving, and we've had this thing and that thing, but nothing on this level. This is so despicable and so disgusting that it dragged on like this, it's it's awful, and fans are not happy. No, nor should they be. The Bulls are 6-1. and one. They uh, go at it again tonight against the Sixers. Good start here. Banged up guys. And DeSumo got a shot, and he played well the other night. He did. Four for four from the floor. He had 14 points. Uh, he attacked the rim on the off the bounce. He was out there in the passing lanes defending. Love yeah, that, this kid looks really good for a second-round pick to make this quick an impact. Very, very cool. Uh, Cap, listen, uh, belated congratulations to your induction into the Chicago Sports Hall of Fame. you got a lot of fans here in central Iowa uh, that love this segment, Cap. We're grateful for you for uh, finding time to do it week in and week out. And uh, congratulations on behalf of all of us here in central Iowa, Cap. Well-deserved, my friend. Well, I've known Kenny longer than I've known Trent. I'm friends with both of you, but Kenny, you and I go way back. It is an honor for me to be on with you. I love doing this. I truly do. I hope you can 
hear the passion in my voice. I love talking sports, and when I get to talk to you guys, I have a good day. You bring it every single week. Cap, great stuff. Have a good week, Capper. Thank you. Yep, take care. David Kaplan. Uh, that's very nice. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. very nice uh, coming from him. Centurion Stone of Iowa. My God, before I do the Centurion Stone, mm-hmm. uh, th- this just came over Twitter. Henry Ruggs was traveling at 156 miles an hour, two seconds before the crash. When the airbags deployed, so we hit the brakes, uh, he was down to 127 miles an hour when he made the impact. Lock him up. Yeah, for a long time. His NFL career is gone. Cut last night. And don't the NFL players have access to transportation? Not just like getting on your app and getting an Uber. Which they can. I thought that every team has a transportation company for this very reason. You just call them up. I'm pretty sure they do, Trent. Man. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Oh my, 156 miles an hour, two seconds prior to the crash, doing 127 mm-hmm. uh, when the airbags deployed. Um, oh boy, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our friend David Kaplan. Grateful to Centurion Stone for that. If you are in the market for manufactured or natural stone, or you have a job a- any size, uh, the best selection of stone veneer, if that's what you're looking for, you're going to get it in one place in Iowa. That's Centurion Stone. They've got over, over 200 color and pattern combinations. Centurion Stone of Iowa, their showroom, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Find them online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. Time for another $1,000 handoff. Text the keyword PAY. To 200, 200. Right now, your chance to win $1,000. Pay to 200, 200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins us next. We're Miller and Condon, weekdays, 10 to noon, on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Kicks.org to learn more. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig. At 515-282-3000 and get your next project 21 or over to enter. Joined by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care University Avenue in West Des Moines. I suffer from dry eyes. It's not just eye drops. There's other treatments that are out there. We have one of the newest treatments available in our office. It's called Intense Pulsed Light or IPL. It targets the abnormal blood vessels that are the root cause of the inflammation causing dry eye. The side benefit is you don't see those blood vessels anymore. That's Elite Eye Care. 9250 University Avenue in West Des Moines and a new location, the Ikes. But you can rent it. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his three P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Station, KXNO.
Trent Condon here to tell you about Renestate, the new revenue rocket ship. Putting your home up for rent, not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Renestate is foolproof, recession-proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate, Renner's Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long game, paradigm shift and choose Renestate with Renner's Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happy performance for men. It's time for the Urology Center of Iowa audio cut of the day. Off the boards for Delzato. Bumped by Kaprizov. Taken away by Fiala. Fiala races through neutral ice. Holding off a check from Stutzla. Fiala. Kaprizov scores! The thrill breaks the seal and Minnesota wins in overtime! Set up your vasectomy appointment with the Urology Center of Iowa at 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. Jets won an overtime, too. I, 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 I see how you are. I, I didn't have that one. I, I see how you are. Wild needed that one last night, though. Yeah, so did the been, Jets. <laughs> they're fighting up there. It's a hell of a, it's a, hell of a division. Let's, yes. uh, speaking of hell of a division, the Chiefs are 4-4. Four and four. The Packers were, are in town this weekend at Arrowhead. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Papa John Central Iowa sponsors his appearance. Uh, Mitch, I think the uh, football fans across the country around the world we're looking forward to Mahomes and Rogers teams going at each other sadly that will not be the case that's disappointing well good morning Ken and Trent now rarely so on Fox 17 here's a shameful cross promotion every week I do a feature called the minute with Mitch seen on Fox 17 my commute to where I taped that is about 30 minutes Rarely within 30 minutes does the life change <laughs> of that feature so much as it did today because in that 30 minutes, it broke that Aaron Rodgers has COVID, he's unvaccinated, he's out. Not only for this week, maybe next week. Yeah. Okay. That And you talked about the matchup. So think about this. These two teams don't meet that often, usually every four years. But with the 17th game, mm-hmm. this was a rare matchup within two years. 2019, everybody couldn't wait for the Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. Whoops. Mahomes dislocates his knee the week before against your Broncos, and, oh, it's Matt Moore against Aaron Rodgers. Now it's going to be Jordan Love against Patrick Mahomes. So weird day, very strange series of events uh, that seems – I mean, this, this story is not going to go away. There's going to be a lot yeah. to this, and the NFL will be very interested in what's happening around the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, this isn't a practice squad player. This is one of the faces of the league, and it'll be interesting to see if they treat him differently. Right, and did you see their practice squad quarterback? Yes, he's out. Backup love, he's, pet, he's out. Right, COVID so, as well. Does that mean something for yep. love? We wait and see Ooh, also. Yeah. Dude, never even thought about that uh, angle of it. Well, Mitch, uh, it's unfortunate. Again, we um, it's sad we won't get to see that. Anyways, let's move on to what we saw on Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. It just... 
I can't put my finger on it, Mitch. It, maybe it's just that they're not as invincible as many thought they were going to be this year. I don't want to say they look beatable. Um, is, is that fair to say? Because yep. they didn't used to. You know what I mean? They thought no, oh, it's, very, it's very fair to say. Yeah, very fair. And why is it? Do you and think? I think there's a well. I think there's a. I mean, how much time do you have? Mm-hmm. Like this could be an hour long show. Uh, honestly, I just I think there's a lot of factors here. One, uh, the way the teams are playing the Chiefs. Two, I think the war horses are tired. And the war horses are Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Mm. When you look at Kelsey, he has played now 4,000 snaps in a short amount of time. I, I admire what the New England Patriots did for 20 years in winning six world championships. Now, they weren't tested in their division like the Chiefs are in the AFC West. But still, to play those extra games, even with a bye, you, the Chiefs have played two and a half years of football in two years and then you throw in the third year where they get all the way to the afc championship game and you're basically playing four years in a three-year span well when you've got guys that are playing high leverage snaps like tyree kill and kelsey kelsey's the only guy that has not missed any time of anybody uh, of the principal chiefs he has missed no time the only time were the two games where he was set out on purpose and that's since the beginning of the 2014 season so I think that's a factor here. And then defensively, where they battled injuries, one-third of your salary cap is in four defensive guys. Your third of your whole salary cap, not the defense, the whole team salary cap in 2021, is in Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Tyron mm-hmm. Matthew, and Anthony Hitchens. And so those guys, if you, you, get, you pay them the money, they've got to make plays, which they've started to do. They did the other night. And they've also got to get healthy. They've all been battling injuries. Mitch, there seems to be something off with the offense, too, and you mentioned guys banged up, tired, those kind of things, but what do you think of the job that Eric Bieniemy has done this year as the offensive coordinator overall when you look at this offense? I don't, I don't think badly at all, and I think Andy Reid's in there as well, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about how uh, inventive and ingenious he is offensively, and I, you got teams in Des Moines playing high school football or the colleges in Iowa that look at the Chiefs. They watch the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I know big-time Power 5 college teams that watch our video. They tell me. We watch you guys every week and look, oh, gosh, let's pick that stuff up. But what teams are doing defensively is the equivalent of a basketball team setting in a zone. And they're just going to set in the zone and, or play pack line man and make you shoot over the top. And if you're missing shots or get impatient, or you don't take, they, you're taking the shot they want you to take, you're going to be, you're not going to look very good. Okay. That's a basketball analogy, but I think it fits here because they're seeing the same stuff every week. Safety's at 20 yards, backpedaling to 25. Wide nine tackles, like way outside the shoulder of your offensive tackles. Six man front. And now the Giants put in a new wrinkle, which I, I saw last year in Sun in 19, but the Giants ran it where they're spying Mahomes because he can take off and run, right, against that configuration. But now they've got a safety setting as a spy. And if he stays in to pass, they're going to blitz that guy. If not, he's kind of lurking back there going, Mahomes isn't going to run for 15 yards. The Giants did that in the second half. Now, it's not that you're shut down and you're thinking, well, you're just going to make shots against the zone in a basketball analogy. You still have to hit your spots and run and stay patient to run these short routes. Uh, they did against Philadelphia. They had six incompletions and five touchdowns. They cut it up. And it's just like that my zone defense analogy in basketball. The Chiefs are like one click away from making you get out of that defense. They were the other night. 
they're driving the ball at the 30-yard line to take a two-possession lead in the third quarter, about midway through the third quarter, and Kelsey fumbled the ball. Because I didn't mention, we go, what's wrong with this team? They look beatable. I didn't mention the 19 giveaways, which is the second most in franchise history to this point. But if you get to the 30-yard line and score, and now you're up 21-10, to you're going to have to come out of your two-deep, wide, nine, blah, blah, blah zone. You can't sit there as a team in basketball all day and you're down 15 with four minutes to go and go, just stay in the zone. And that's why these the Chiefs are so close to pushing it past the brink where teams will have to come out of the defense that they're playing. They, the Chiefs just must complete drives, especially if you can get a two-possession second-half lead. Um, and it's a matter of being patient and being tough and finishing on a 14, don't turn it over on the 13th play, uh, and, and finishing these drives out. And they, they have and they haven't. But if they do, then all of a sudden you bust a big play like you did against Philadelphia or Cleveland when those two teams were forced out of that 2 deep zone, wide nine, let's drop seven guys. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Papa John's uh, sponsors. Uh, a couple more minutes, Mitch. We'll, we'll let you go. Uh, trade deadline come and gone. Melvin Ingram is a Chief. L- uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif is no longer a Chief. He got traded uh, to the Jets. Sad. You know what? I think it is, Mitch, and I think that obviously he, the city meant a lot to him. The organization did right by him by letting him yep. you know, sit out that last year. He's a, he, Well, he was going to medical school. They put up with that. He's a doctor. He goes back to, uh, to Canada, to Quebec, to fight the COVID surge last year doesn't play um i'm gonna miss him i mean he's still in the league but you know it it feels a little closer when he's in kansas city i love that story mitch uh and and the chiefs are being commended for you know to the to how they handled um you know uh, duvernay tardif in his chief's career well you'll like this being a canadian and i do uh, i i love that dude he's a special special person but I'd always kid him, like, who's McGill got this week? Yeah. Like, you know, we're talking about the Hawkeyes or Cyclones, and like, who's McGill got? Right. He goes, Concordia, the Stingers. He goes, we've got to beat them. They got Canadian collegiate football we don't follow very often. Uh, but we would have good chats uh, and about life, and I just had it, one with him before the game in Nashville a couple weeks ago. But he's a starter. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. The Ray Duvernay Tardif should be starting for an NFL team. We're crowded on the offensive line, and we have a young emerging player in Trey Smith. Right. There wasn't any room for Leroy Duvernay-Tardif to just plug right back in and play after his COVID work that he did in Canada. So go in peace, but he will always, always, always be remembered as the Super Bowl 54 starting right guard and the Canadian doctor. Yeah. That story will not change. Good. It only gets better with time. You just, to see him go away is like... You know, one of your your pets has to go. Uh, but he's a, he's a special dude, and I'm glad you brought him up. Melvin Ingram the third comes over. Of course, you know him well for his mm-hmm. days with the Chargers. Now he'll be a Kansas City Chief. They try to bring him in. In fact, they brought him in when he was a free agent, talked with him, tried to make the money work. He ends up in Pittsburgh and was third in line there off the edge here. How big of an impact do you think, and how much is maybe left in the tank for Ingram? Save that question for about two weeks, okay? Because <laughs> I'm I'm curious too. But when you when you spend nine years looking at a guy when you're prepping for the opponent, yeah, uh, it's like Von Miller, okay? You're looking at Von Miller going to the Rams when you spend, and you just you're astonished when you watch the video and go, oh my goodness, this guy's good, and the Chiefs have got to account for him, and you see what's right and what's wrong with him. So for nine years, we've looked at seeing what's right and what's wrong with Melvin Ingram. Well, if he's got enough juice going, 
there's enough right about him to make the move and give up a sixth-round pick. Because you're going a sixth-round pick. Ironically, the aforementioned Trey Smith was a sixth-round pick. Mm. But we really can't remember a whole lot of sixth-round picks in Chiefs history. So can Melvin Ingram bring consistent pass rush? you got to hold the edge. But Ingram's always been that guy. He's never been a guy chasing sacks or will give up the run to go chase a quarterback or be careless. He's always played the edge. He's always done his job. He's he's a soldier as well as a sack getter. So that's what the Chiefs are hoping they're getting is the Melvin Ingram that we saw and studied for nine years as a Charger. Mm. Let's talk about our friends at Papa John's, Mitch Holtis. You like bacon? Well, I'm a Canadian. Of course I do. I know you do. That's what I'm saying. Now, Trent, you're going to weigh in on this because there's this bacon mania pizza right now at uh-huh. Papa John's. Uh-huh. You're you talking my language. Yeah. Triple bacon. Not, not single bacon. Uh-huh. Not double bacon, triple bacon pizza, just $13, and a Parmesan-crusted smoky bacon papadilla. I'm going to order that, like, right as soon as I get off the uh, phone with you guys. Parmesan-crusted smoky bacon papadilla for just $7 at Papa John's. Mm. And, again, the Sunday game, even though it's Jordan Love, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, maybe Jordan Love, who knows? I don't know if he's got it, too. But, anyway, the point is, Get your bacon mania pizza right now for that Sunday afternoon game. Good stuff, Mitch Holtis. Thank you for doing this, as always. Talk to you next week. Yeah, big day, guys. Big day. Talk to you. Indeed it is. Uh, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Looks like OBJ is about to get cut by the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, was an excused absence, Uh but basically told to stay away. Well, you see his dad put out a video criticizing the quarterback. Come on. Oh, boy. Did you read Florio's article on Aaron Rodgers over at Pro Football Talk? I started to, and then we came back from break. It'll be a good read. It's a, is it eye-opening? He's a liar. He is. You know, here's I, I, as soon as I saw this, I went back to something that was one of your talking points all August. Do you remember what you said about Aaron Rodgers? That I thought it was going to be a problem yes, inside the locker room. absolutely. I thought you were nuts. To that respect. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. is this going to be a problem inside the locker room? He threw his two teammates in a way under the bus. A, he lied. Yes. He misinformed everybody. Mm-hmm. He said he was immunized, mm-hmm. not vaccinated. Nope. And this is his quote. Yeah, I've been immunized. There's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. You're mm-hmm. one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yet he manipulated people as he does. Yep. And he is as sensitive as anybody in the yep. game, and he doesn't like to be called sensitive, nope. and he didn't want to answer the question. That's your choice. Make that choice. Be a man and say that you made that choice. Kurt Cousins took Arrow one after another. Yep. When Kurt Cousins meets with the media, when Carson Wentz meets with the media, also unvaccinated players, they have to wear their mask. Mm-hmm. They have to cover. They have to follow all of the protocols. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers didn't. COVID is running through the Green Bay Packers organization. And, and he this wasn't is following your quarterback? the quarterback? He was not following the rules. I'm not saying get, to get a vaccine. I wish he would. I think everybody should. But everybody makes their own choice. Mm-hmm. But to lie about it? Yep. And now to put your team in the spot that they're in right now? The NFL has to come down on this guy. He is a punk. He is a manipulator. He is He's a hell of a player. But a hell of a player stuff. and a punk. Mm-hmm. That guy, how you can respect that guy. Yeah. If you don't want to be vaccinated, say right. it. Take the arrows that are going to come your way, and we saw that they come your uh-huh. way. But to lie and manipulate in this fashion, that to me is the lowest yeah. of the low. Beasley and Buffalo. Be upfront about it. Right. I make terrible picks basically every day on this show. At least I'm upfront about it here. Yeah. I don't, oh no, I, I was five and no, no, you weren't. I'm, 
What do you say? Immunized? Come on. Yeah. 11.45, Miller & Condon. Back to wrap it up, a Trent's Play of the Day sponsored by Circa, uh, Circa Sports. They'll be here in town this weekend as they have their soft launch in the state of Iowa. They're about to go full-blown Circa here in the next couple of days. A lot of the shows will be down at Wellman's, will be in Jefferson. Uh, it's a busy couple of days with the folks at Circa coming to town. Circa Sports sponsors Trent's Picks. That's next. It's Maction, Trent. That's it. 14. Well, I got some NBA. NBA? NHL? Okay. Well, uh, that's just I, to see. I have not been good in the NHL this year. Uh, it's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. Credit approval and analysis. High school sports fans, having trouble finding apparel that properly highlights your fandom and school spirit? Then you should check out the Norwalk Shop, located in Norwalk, Iowa. We've been in business for over five years, supporting high schools and small businesses across the state of Iowa with affordable custom apparel. Have a small job that requires embroidery? We can do that too, and cheaper than anyone in the area with just a $12 setup fee. Check us out on Facebook or stop into 810 Main Street, Norwalk, and let us know how we can help you out the Norwalk shop. But you can rent it. Family owned since 1970. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs. Plus their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker's Yes, football season is here, but baseball season never ends. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. With portable pitching mounds and everything else you need for your indoor facility. Or help this fall getting your field ready for next spring and summer. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Go to VictoryMounds.com and stay in the game. Ultimate from the Urology Center of Iowa. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, final couple of minutes here on a Wednesday. Murph and Andy at 1, Fanatics to 3, Hawk Central Radio goes tonight at 6 o'clock. Before we get to the play of the day, uh, Henry Ruggs' blood alcohol content was 1.61. Traveling at 156 miles an hour right before the crash. The airbags deployed at 127 miles per hour. Blood alcohol, 1.61. NFL career, over. Yeah. Woman's life, over, more importantly. Uh, Your play of the day, sir. Where are you going? Going to Maction? We're going to play some action tonight. Thank you to Coach Creighton, the former Drake coach, Chris Creighton, last night as he got Eastern Michigan Bull eligible. Handed that one out late in the show yesterday. I thought you didn't like anything yesterday. I liked that, and well, I had the Astros. I told you that wasn't a handicap. That was more I wanted just a game seven yeah, right. more than Me anything too. there. But yeah, it was Eastern Michigan, and uh, Coach Creighton, they get to a bowl eligibility for the third time in his tenure, mm. twice before, and the whole program history mm. had they got to that point. He's done a hell of a job. He is a very good coach, a very difficult place to win, and he has done it there. Tonight in Maction, 
Let's go to NIU as they make their way to Kent State, take on the Golden Flashes. Number at Circa right now sits at three and a half. I'm fading Rocky Lombardi. This okay. Northern Illinois yeah. team, they've won games, but they have been some of the craziest games that them being able to do it. I just think Kent State's the better side. I'll lay it. Give me Kent State minus three and, and a half. And that number opened at six and now down to three and a half at Circa. So you're on Kent State. All right. Uh, anything in the NBA? I looked around. Nothing jumped out to me. I'm going to be watching the T-Wolves tonight. They got the Clippers coming in. Don't think I'll bet it. Kind of looking at health. You know what? Them. They're a fun team to watch. They are, they? yeah. I like watching that team. So keep an eye on that. And the Warriors, it almost seems too easy tonight. They're favored by six at home against the Hornets. That's it? Yeah, right. What are we missing? Yeah. <laughs> we don't follow the we'll NBA that those close. Fishy lines. Yeah, we do once we get to May. May, June, yes. We Christmas love the Day, NBA. although there's football Christmas Day this year. Oh, that's right. There is, yeah. NFL games, college games. Yes, indeed, there are Christmas Day games in the NFL. It's been a weird week this week with the losses from Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Just how how quickly things can kind of go to the really, back. It's cast a pall over things, yeah. hasn't it? It really has. If both teams turn it around, though, you know how quickly is everybody... When you say turn it around, what do you mean? Just win this week? Or Not just, just this week. Win out. If both okay. teams win out. All right. Either team wins out. What does that do for either? Uh, well, then, Iowa State at 9-3. and three, Iowa 10-2. and two. That's pretty good. I mean, right. how, do you, how do you turn your nose up at that? 9-3 is a historic mark right. for Iowa State football. 10-2, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe even Iowa sleep, sneaks, sneaks in the back door of the West and Division maybe title. Maybe Iowa State sneaks into the Big right. 12 because they've just picked off Oklahoma under your scenario. But let's say that doesn't. That part of it doesn't happen. They win out, but don't get to the conference title uh, game. Then they're, then they're off to San Antonio to the Alamo Bowl. And Iowa's to the Citrus Bowl. Right. But it's still seen as a disappointment mm-hmm. for both teams. You know, it's it's funny you mention that, Trent. Once we get to bowl announcement day, I mean, normally it's a really big day in this state, no right? No doubt, yeah. I wonder if that's going to be the case this year. I wonder. It'll be a Will little more th- ho-hum. Because with the, yeah, because uh, this isn't the playoff in Iowa State's case. Uh, or Iowa's case. They were number two for crying out loud. You just wonder if the uh, enthusiasm meter will hit the red zone like it normally did on Bowl Selection Sunday. Well, we've got four games. A third of the schedule left for both schools to try and set that bar as high as they possibly can. Fun show today. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you, too, for listening in. Of course, as we mentioned a minute ago, Murph and Andy, in an hour and five minutes, Fanatics at 3, Hawk Central Radio goes tonight at 6. We're Miller and Con, and you can hear Trent and I every Monday through Friday from 10 until noon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.